We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to braymangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. and The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB studio. Hey, Risa. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm happy. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. How are you? Uh, I am also happy. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah. I'm feeling it in my throat from the weekend. We had this Audition Revolution weekend. Um, what are you feeling in your throat? Just the, the wear, uh, wear and tear? Wear and tear. Yeah. I'm just, mm-hmm. uh, I'm tired. Um, yeah. Which I love. Like, I love that feeling of... Tired from working, tired work. from doing, yeah. It's such a, there's such a satisfaction of being with actors in the work for eight hours and you're exhausted, but yeah. it's like you're, but, and also so full, right? Like yeah. depleted physically, yeah. but also your soul is kind of singing, right? Which is, which is what we so always want, you know, which is why I would love shooting because yeah. you have that when you're shooting, yeah, you know, yeah. even if you're making a little movie in your kitchen, yeah. you know, and that's what I want for actors all the time, including on their self tapes. Whoa. Right. Depleted, but happy. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no transition that 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 is acceptable right now because it feels like this topic is some sort of weird sci-fi hellscape that that we're I dealing know. with here AI yeah. and yeah. what it means generative AI. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, there's so much unknown. Where will this go? Will they take over the world? I mean, you think it's like a big Star Trek episode or something? Yeah, there likely has been a Star Trek episode <laughs> about this actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the holodeck, but. Yeah. Um, I think we have to talk about it, and we have to talk about it because uh, AI actors, uh, 
AI writers, AI artists doing the work of human artists is a thing, and it will continue to be a thing. And as this technology gets better and better and better, and human beings become unable to discern what is an actual human being on screen and what is um, uh, an AI mm. robot actor, non-human actor on screen, um, they're going to start taking jobs that might have been given to actors. And so we have to address this. Why, why do you think this is an issue like today, this month, this year, more than it was five years ago? Is it that the technology is better, more advanced and, you know, superpowering? Is it because it is come up with the writer's strike? Why do you think it's the, the of the moment? I think... Uh, Part of the um, issues in the strike, this is one of them. So it's it, it's uh, it's not a chicken or egg situation. It's like that is in the ether. AI taking writers' jobs, and so then the writers' strike. You know, the, the writers mm -hmm. has to address it. Um, I'm not an expert on AI, no, or I know. computer science, or whatever else. But the technology is such that it is getting better and better, faster and faster. And so, like maybe right now, the images that they generate have kind of weird hands, right? Or like maybe the, the mouth doesn't move quite right so humans can look at it and go like, eh, no, that's not. But like real quick, we won't be able to, to tell. Um, more on that in a sec. There may be some differences. But, so, so, but it's here, right? It's here. And, and it will start infringing upon jobs um, because the business is what the business is. This is a hyper-capital situation. If a producer who is in control of the mode of production is trying to save some money or make art that sell that sell art um, at the lowest cost and, and they don't have to pay an actor and um, adhere to all of the safety measures required to hire an actor or even have a physical space in which to put an actor, then, then they likely um, won't, right? Uh, if they can sell that all the same. Are so, you saying are you saying an actor in every role? Are you saying some you know co-star actors or yeah, any or all of it? Right, like any or all there's of a world it. in yeah, which they will a, be able to generate yeah, uh, a, all AI actors in a you know yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of talk about like taking the best parts of movie stars. Yeah, you know, and if, if creating the the perfect woman and the perfect man. So, so, so much in this, and we want to just touch on some of it. Um, th there is the version where. They take they they out of nothing make up a new you know image that is that looks like a human actor that no one's seen before right there's that yeah then and there's lots of issues around consent with this where they take Meryl Streep's this and Viola Davis's this and Denzel Washington's this and whatever else and put them together in a new being <laughs> image that is you know through uh, the filter of AI and blah 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 which comes there's a lot of consent yeah. issues there right yeah. and, and and entertainment lawyers are trying to lock all this down right now um, so there's that then there's the capacity to have someone input their own face into a movie, like all of a sudden my face is in The Godfather, right? I just sort of impose my face and it looks like it's happening. What part would you play? All of that is in there. <laughs> I would play them all. And, um, but I think as it, as it relates to actors, like the important thing to know is, is AI gonna take your jobs? Yes. The answer is fucking yes. And that is disturbing. And so, you know, let's look at the writers, for instance, because I think it's maybe an easier transition. Like yeah, that might yeah. happen first. Yeah. That NCIS pick a city or like um, procedural, like it is an actual procedure. When scripts when dramas. scripts are written with a specific formula, right. a hallmark right. Christmas movie, for right. instance. Right. Um, I just don't see a world in which AI is not writing those kind of soon. Right. Um, and and here's where it gets interesting. 
when there is a formula, right, there is a procedure to this that can be replicated. Mm -hmm. This is where you start using AI. The way generative AI works is I'm going to input 50 billion pictures of cats into the you know computer. Now AI make a cat, and with based these, on with all these that qualities, data, yeah. it says ah here is a cat, right? So you uh, consume every procedural drama script that anyone has ever made, ever. Make another one, and by the way, make one in Shakespearean. Let blah blah blah, right? You can add all sorts of variables, and it will do that. So. Um, so then, as it relates to actors, you maybe ask the same questions. And, and, and the question to ask is, what does it mean to be a human actor? And, and is your talent, your acting, your very humanity formulaic? Can it be replaced by AI? <laughs> now, listen, we have these discussions. And I, I mean, I love this. I love looking at all this. And I read all the articles. And, I'm, you know, and then yeah. I come to class in the evening. And shit that actors do, I look at it because I feel it in, in the molecules of my soul. And I go, there's no fucking way that an AI could ever make me feel like that. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, right? I could be totally wrong. But the question to ask is, what is your unfair advantage as a human actor over AI, which will right. be fighting for your jobs? Right. And, and, and let's just say, you know, we can watch animated movies and feel a great deal, you 100%. know, you know, we can watch yeah. movies that are like a mixture of humans and, and animals that are AI, you know, yeah. and we see all that. And, and if the story is emotional, right. you know, that comes down to the writing and the story. And I actually want to say that as much as just to go to the writing for a second, because I think this speaks to the acting as well. If the writing is not humanized, if it's procedural, then those are the kinds of shows or movies, you know, those are, that are going to be uh, uh, churned out as AI versions. Yeah. But if you're talking about an original right. human story with nuance and depth and complexity uh-huh. and all that, um, it's a different thing, and that's good. That's really hard to make happen. But and, and we have that now, right? Which is so interesting. Yeah. In various mediums, various yeah. platforms, like. There is art and maybe something that, you know, without being too precious about it, something that goes like, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a unique human experience versus something that is meant for masses. That is, that is even the intention of it is not that. And when you look at video games, too, like we all thought video games were going to, you know, replace human whatever, but and, they, and, and, and they're, they're it's engaging for many, many reasons. Right. Uh, even uh, I think it's season two um, finale of The Mandalorian, um, right. young Luke Skywalker shows up, right? Right, right? And and but the effects are not great. Yeah. And then you have volumes of YouTube videos of people weeping because Luke Skywalker is like the audience invested in that in, in computer generated situation because of the writing and the story and the history that they have with it, and they're projecting stuff onto it. So, right. but 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 in all of this, you are forced as an actor to to ask these questions, to play with these questions. Can my work be replicated? And if yes, how? And what is it that I offer that is so uniquely human that it can't be replaced or that it's very difficult to replace? And so there, I think, will be a separation here in terms of the work that's produced, in terms of what a human can can do relative to what Mm. an AI can do. And I, I wonder whether, because I don't think this is going to happen in the next year or two, just because I, I don't think it can get to that place where it is so um, uh, perfect or whatever that it, that it, that it places yeah, a, yeah. a human yeah. uh, image in action, you know. But 
even in your self tapes, like even even in the audition that you might have or or the scene that you put up, I think this points to those questions. Like, are you offering what you think will be some sort of way to book the job? Like, are you referencing past experiences, data, mining that data to try to affect some future outcome? Yeah, we talked about that in class yesterday Uh all day long. You know, I want to do the breakdown. I want to do what I think they want. I want to do what I believe they uh, expect of me. I want to, and then, I, and I, there's, so there's a sameness. Uh-huh. There's a lack of uniqueness. There's a lack right. of complexity, depth, humanity. And then they also say things like, uh, actors have been saying this to me consistently. Well, I'm told like, do something different. So there's the, you have to, first you identify the sameness. What is the sameness? And then what am I doing different? And, and they, so some, someone, an actor tries to go, I'm going to do something that I think is just out of the box. Like, it's a little arbitrary. It's different for its own sake. You know, that's not what casting directors mean, by the way, when they say, be unique, be different, be authentically you. Like, that, those are words that come out of casting directors' mouths. And, and I know what they mean, but actors somehow think, oh, I'm supposed to know what's, what's the norm, what's the, um, the sameness, which is almost like an, you know, an AI version of something. That's right. And then... Let me come up with some idea of what could be different rather than go to what we talk about all the time, which is where does this, how does this um, ignite your own version of this? Like, where does this live in you? What is your idea, feeling, experience that you bring to it? That's the authenticity of you. That's the uniqueness of you. And that can never be replaced or wholly captured other than by you. And, and it's it, it's so interesting because here's, yeah, where it starts looking like um, in the interest of controlling the outcome of your auditions, you're just crunching data. Yeah. You're, you're in a place of yeah. thought process. Yeah. And so, again, the introduction of AI actors and the potential that they might take your job underlines the idea that there are two different levels of consciousness within which a human being can exist. One is sort of an intellectual, mental, like thinking this through. I wonder what's in the casting director's head based on data, including the script, you know, the sides, the breakdown, the this, the that, the other, the tone of the show, what they did last, blah, 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 right? And what how, what can I do based on that data to try to to reach the goal, right? And so fit in the box. It's linear. It's like you're creating yeah. a structure. You're creating some sort of algorithm in your head, some formula in your head on yeah. the one hand. Yeah. On the other hand, there is another level of consciousness, which is experiencing presence. So uh, you see the sunset. You start analyzing. Well, that orangish reddish color is uh, the light coming through the atmosphere, reflecting or, or is it refracting? Blah, 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 right? The calculating. On the one, on the other hand, how does that sunset make you feel? Can you experience it? Mm. And so, the introduction of AI into our world um, starts demanding that we ask th- these questions, that we start um, looking at the difference, and that we start leaning even harder towards our humanity. And, and if actors are, in this new world, agents of humanity, fighting may be too strong a word, but fucking maybe, fighting against that sameness, that computer-generated human experience, that by the way, if it is promulgated through our industry, people will just, audiences will just get right with experiencing. That's what people are, 
right? Instagram has done some of this. TikTok mm. has done some of this. Mm. We believe that that is humanity when it's just a presentation, a projection of humanity. And so then or agents, a version of it. Sure. Then yeah. actors yeah. become the fucking soldiers on the front line of the expression of the actual human experience. What is the role of theater now when when much of what you see on TV and film becomes computer-generated AI mm. images? What is the role of that messy human experience in real time amongst other humans? And and I my hope is that, A, that whether it's SAG-AFTRA and other unions, that they throw up some guardrails here um, to protect jobs, but also to protect images of actors once they have signed on to get scanned or whatever else. Um, and again, like all that's going to happen in the same way that we had Napster and file sharing. And then people went like, whoa, 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 wait, we have to protect the artists here. That's not okay. And then we dialed it back, right? If for good or for ill, that's what happened. And I think something like that will and should happen here. Um, so I think those, those like regulation policy fights still have to happen, but also it's inevitable and it is the actor's responsibility and let's start now and by the way you i mean we've been saying this for for many decades you have to lean into your humanity now more than ever because if you don't you will fucking be replaceable yeah yeah and if you think it's coming anyway which it is there will always be space and even more so now for you to have that consciousness so that you can can step into the most human authentic, personal, flawed, for a lack of a better word, you know, messy version of yourself. Because that's, that's what is being hired now that ultimately can't, can't be competed with. Yeah. You know, and, and so why not, like, let's look at that and say, okay, there's AI, it's out there, it's coming. Um, there are ways to actually bring your uniqueness to even all of that. And in the meantime, it just is a huge reminder, a red flag, you know, to alert ourselves to what's really needed, what's really going to affect other human beings. We're talking about that also this weekend in this in the uh, um, in our classes. That like people were saying to me, "Well, what do?" Because we're doing this mock audition thing, and they were on the other side, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like I wanted everybody to be great. And they were they were uh, they were director. to get an understanding of the, of the casting process. Yes. They were being director and casting directors exactly. to understand the process. Yeah, exactly. And it was really eye opening because they kept, kept saying, "Everyone who walked through the door, we wanted them to be great. We wanted to know them. We wanted to find out where they were, who they were in the story." And it resonated for them because they were actually experiencing it. And what happened was they started asking questions like, "What? Like I know what I responded to. What do people in the real world?" world respond to? What do casting people and directors and producers and showrunners and executives, et cetera, et cetera, filmmakers respond to? And it comes down to the thing we say all the time, and it's pretty basic. They need to want to, are craving to be affected, to be moved on an emotional level of some kind, not to necessarily be weeping in their bed, but to be, to, to be engaged deeply in a human story based on a human being coming in and engaging in that story in a very personal, specific way to them in that moment. Um, and when that happens, they stop and they watch. They don't go on to the next. Because in a way, and I'm, this may be harsh to say, but it's a reality, watching self-tapes has become a video game. Like, I'm going to watch for a little while, yeah. and then I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to keep looking looking for the next exciting moment, like when the, the guns are firing or when the action is happening or whatever that is. Because you're, And what that is, is it's an emotional response to an actor putting themselves out there in a box, in a tape, right? In some in technology, 
to be able to feel their humanity through the screen while they're watching on their phone, on a location scout or in their bed at midnight before they, you know, go to bed. Um, and that's that's where technology is fighting against our humanity and our authentic um, souls, really. Yeah, and I mean, if we get to the place where our art, entertainment, however you want to describe it, is void of humanity, um, or worse, offering some distorted version of it and feeding it back at you know, humans and they think that's it, but they're in conflict with it because that's not their truth. Like, we're in a lot of trouble. Again, like, the opportunity here in what will be a challenge for actors, for sure, and the, the very profession, like, I, I do believe we are in a, a, an existential place just now. Mm, yeah. But, but the opportunity is that you are invited to be more human than you've ever been because now you yeah. have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you think of the pandemic and the strike and the recession and inflation and blah, 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 there's a lot of bottleneck here where there's a lot of reasons why people would just throw up their hands and say, like, I'm, not, I'm just not doing this anymore, right? It's too hard. It's hard. Yeah. It puts it's hard emotionally, financially, yeah. puts you in a place of paralysis, like, fuck it. Um, but also, and this is true of the actors at our studio because we see it every week, like in their bones, this is who they are, right? Like they, mm. they, they need to express like this. And so if that's you out there listening to this, and again, it, it may not be, and that's okay. But if that's you, there is an opportunity to, to step up and be counted here mm. and, and, and believe that there are AI actors who will enter the scene with you and and you have no choice but to show up with everything that is unique and singular and thereby human about you. And so start now, right? Like, oh yeah, do we, this now. We were we talk about that in our self tapes too. When you're like, I'm reading with my husband and he's not an actor and he doesn't give me what I need. Or I'm meeting with reading with my aunt and she doesn't. She's overacting because she thinks that's what it needs and I can't really have a human experience. It's the same challenge in a way. Right. And. And again, like if you're being, if you're offering sameness, if you're offering for, for whatever reason, and we know the reasons, right? You get anxious. You're, you're so invested in the outcome. Like you've sacrificed a lot to try to do this and, and, and you've been rejected and you feel like you're throwing self tapes into the ocean and no one's seeing you. And in that moment, you go up to your head and think, and go to formula, go to procedure. Ah, there must be math here. How can I find the mm. math? So says your brain, your mind, that right. level of consciousness. Right. Right. Um, but what is happening is that they'll have someone, they'll have an, someone input some AI that can do that, that can offer that performance, right? Mm. Yeah. So they don't need you to do that. But they don't want it. Nobody wants they that don't want anyway. It Except when economy comes into it. And if they can get, you know, some sort of quasi-performance that they don't have to pay for, then okay. maybe it's fine. Okay, let me just challenge that and only ask you in this. Is there a world where that's added to rather than taken away from what already exists? Meaning, you know, James Cameron goes and makes his movies and their their own unique experience and they're humanized. I mean, they don't really do it for me personally because it's just not my kind of movie. Yeah. But there's plenty of stuff out there that has all of that, to, you know, those elements to it. And you look at like all this, you know, the Star Wars movies. Like there's a, you know, there's something. And, and our technology has gotten to the point where even in um, a, a show or a movie that is a very human experience, 
all of the effects are so huge. So you can take this wonderful love story and put it against an ocean you create that you couldn't have done before, yep. right? But the, what, what people are responding to is what they always respond to, because then you could go watch a movie you know, from the 40s that, that didn't have that technology, but what you're, what's speaking to you is the heart of the, of, of the story, yeah. right? Is, yeah. is, is, is the, the drama of the story or the comedy of the story, or, but it comes down to the humanity of it. And so I just hope, and maybe it's a fantasy, that what we're doing with the, with the AI situation is, yes, there's replacement, there's, we're adding to what's, what we already have, because what we already have that works when it works is the heart of a story. You're not going to make the Godfather, you know, necessarily in an AI version, although Scorsese certainly did <laughs> did that version where he made De Niro and Pacino look a lot younger with a certain kind of technology that ultimately didn't work. Now, maybe it'll work someday, but it really didn't work because they weren't human. I think it was a SAG representative, SAG after representative, who said um, augmentation over replacement. So, so, so we have this technology, right? And, right. And like any technology, it can be used for good or for evil. Uh, yes. You have nuclear power plants, right, and, but right, you can right. also have nuclear bombs, right? So, um, so there's that. So, yeah, I mean, what happens when you introduce uh, to anyone ever AI technology th that can allow them to? Um, to to create like to to make a movie with a click of a button, insert themselves into any movie or or alter uh, movies that already exist or like mm. there, there are a lot of creative creative opportunities right right and technology has always been a right. part of our business always changing from the talkies onward right great but I think the kind of technology we're talking about now is voice movement like every it, this is this is not putting dots on your face and you know like imposing something there it's, it's like motion capture uh voice work this is not animation this is different mm. uh, this is we don't need you at all we don't need any element of you because we have performances from the first time they were recorded that we've inputted into an ai that can then generate another performance that looks human so it's different but yeah, I mean, uh, if you can take Tom Hanks and make him, uh, you know, 30 years old and then 130 and then 20 and 10 with the click of a couple buttons on a computer within one movie because it serves the story, how cool. And also, yeah, like CGI has... Has, um, but that's but but that to me that expands what's there. Then you can for tell... Sure. That's augmentation. Can, yeah, right? that's augmentation. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what... Um, there's something really great about being able to do that. Another piece of this, though, as it relates to actors' jobs is, but do we want to scan Tom Hanks because we fucking love Tom Hanks and he's, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, whatever, America's darling. But Tom Hanks at, at 35 is like a perfect Tom Hanks. And then 100 years from now, Tom Hanks is long gone but we're still churning out movies with Tom Hanks, right? It's like it's like a version of like how many Fast and Furious movies do we need and how much real estate is that taking No up? more Fast and Furious <laughs> but, movies. Uh, and you can listen, replicate and AI those all you like. Family's everything. Yeah. But 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 and and as opposed to new stories, right? Which right. is like yeah. that's that's an old tale in our business. And then really there are, are no new stories. There are yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. you can do that you can yeah. you can have all the same actors. Like if Pablo Pascal who I often think where does that yeah, I even figure out a time to do laundry or even pay someone to do his laundry. He works so much. But if he can do five or six big projects in a year, but then scan his likeness and all of a sudden he can do 48 projects in a year, 
but it's not him showing up to set. It's like his likeness that he's consented to mm. and cash the check. Uh, he likely will, right? So, um, there's so an, yeah. that's going to take away from other actors working as well, which is another piece of it. Yeah, but there's nothing original about that. There's just then there's just a duplication, a replication, and so there's more content. But it's not really, I don't believe the thing that's going to, you know, th- we always have to be original, even though we're telling the same story. I mean, that's the magic and the amazement of art, music. But it's a, all but it's it. a balance though. Like those procedural dramas that kind of hit mm-hmm. that billions of people have watched yeah, yeah. and they, they deliberately shoot for middle America. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, listen, you know more than anyone, right? And they deliberately try to create a product that does not offend left or right. Like right. they're right down right. the center. There's yeah. a formula. You know what you're getting? And and you can sell all the laundry detergent during those commercials. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, how many like, law and orders do you need? And yet, yet people many? keep watching them over and over and over sure. again because so, there's there's some comfort in that. And yes, that can probably be replicated in terms of scripts. Yeah, yeah. Because and you know what, those scripts were losing their humanity and their originality anyway. And that's yeah, that is something that could be tricky. But I don't know that that. There's nothing future moving, original, creating, exciting, and advancing about those shows. But as it relates to actors' jobs, the possibility that that that, that which is formulaic right. may turn over to an AI yeah. bot or whatever, um, like uh, makes us have to ask the question: Well, what is formulaic? Right. What is my unfair advantage as a human actor? Right. What does it even mean to be human actor? Right. And and these are. Huge questions, huge questions. But everyone likely always have has had to ask themselves this question. Mm-hmm. What is what is my singularity? What is my humanity in my work in an industry that is actually impressing upon me, agents, managers, casting directors, or whether I'm perceiving it or not, but but like impressing upon me the notion that I should be like X, Y, or Z, that I should be yeah. like someone else. I should not be myself. In a world that does that. Right. Then let, let's decide like you are a so-and-so type type or Brad Pitt meets someone else. So I was with this uh, manager when I was uh, an actor, when I was pursuing an acting career. And uh, she also had this actor who was, uh, had a TV series in the, um, the late 1980s. And this was the late nineties. And she would regularly get breakdowns that would say it's a, this actor Mm -hmm. type. And she would call and go, Listen, I have that actor if right, you right, want. And they're right. like, no, 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 we don't want that actor. We want right. uh, that type, yeah. right? So, yeah. so in the interest of trying to process and put something together, they have to shoot for, it's kind of like this and kind of like that, right? Because they have to sell it to someone. That's right. And, and, and yeah. people sell things that, or buy things this often that they're familiar that, right, with. Right, yeah. We're going to make this movie with this meets that or this TV show. It's like, it's Game of Thrones meets, right. you know, But that separation between bears. humanity, originality, experiencing presence in real time an actual human experience between that and oh we've seen that shit it's been done and an ai did it but i'm still gonna watch because i got nothing else to do or this is what the netflix algorithm is giving me or like whatever that distinction becomes really interesting and my hope if there's any hope for humanity and there may not be but my hope is that the value of the human experience, the real shit that human actors can offer, that that value goes up as we are inundated with the potential of AI. uh, I think in our lifetime and anybody listening's lifetime, I'm a lot older than most of you, but we're not going to see a complete replacement, but it really does beg the question that you're talking about. And also, you know, the invitation to, uh, figure out what it is that you have to offer that is unique about you. 
And so like in this environment, there's a world in which, um, you know, someone doing a play in a 99 seater turns into an act of human revolution, right? Like an, mm. a, a, um, a, a fuck you to technology. And I wonder whether things are going in this direction. Like I, I'm smelling things here and there. I got young kids, um, a lot of talk about phones, when to give them phones and like, you know, the depression that started in young people started around 2011, 2012, when, when phones and social media, smartphones and social media came up. Like, are we going to back off some of this stuff in favor of humanity, in favor of human connections? I don't know. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But but it hasn't made us better, you know? Like, this technology hasn't made it. The internet hasn't made us yeah. kinder. Well, or, it, because we're not conscious and we're just getting sucked into it. And, and yet... There are elements of it. I know for me now, I only go on Instagram for stuff that has value. How can, but how do you how do you figure that? Because I, if it doesn't, I don't get stuck in it. I just look for the value, and I know where to go. Uh, I know what to read, you know. And I and I find that anything, whether it's news or poetry or um, uh, somebody's blog or some kind of inspirational piece. I know that I, I go there for that. And there's so much out there yeah. that this is how technology has served me anyway. But mm. you have to be conscious and, and sure. really deliberate about it. And, and I think that's what we're talking about here as well is, 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 is that, which I encourage us all to do when it comes to our technology because we're so addicted to these appendages that are coming out of our hands. I don't go anywhere without my phone, even in my house. Yeah. I'm going to the bathroom, like I take my phone with me and look, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know. And so the point is technology has already sucked our brains and it's limited our, 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 the way we think and we, we, we give up our thinking, we give up our point of view, we give up our consciousness, we give up our humanity, and we're just on this scroll looking for something to titillate us. Right. You know, and I think that there's some of that in there. But I really love the the, the the fact that this is a moment where we can look at how technology, whatever AI is bringing, has already compromised us. For sure. Uh, like, I don't believe in uh, my ability to fight the algorithm. So like, I can't have Instagram on my phone. It's not that I can, but I don't want to. I don't like who I am when it's there. Huh. That it's a, that yeah. it's a portal that I can go to when I'm yeah. feeling uncomfortable or itchy. Yeah. So I don't have it there. Right. You know, I, I like engaging with people. We have a vast network through the studio of actors right. who I keep in touch with. Right. That's that's the the platform. But if it's on my phone that close to me, I don't have I don't have faith in my ability to 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 do it. But you know what's really interesting and and. Uh, this speaks to actors is like what we're finding lately post pandemic, especially with the, you know, proliferation of self tapes and that being the way is that when actors come to class more than ever, they have to get over that initial, particularly if they're back for after, after a while, that initial hurdle of holy shit, I'm in multiple dimensions here. I'm in a community. I'm with other human beings. And Ultimately, this is what I wanted my whole life, but haven't had for a little bit, yeah. and and it's a different experience. Yeah. And and then like after that that initial shock, which we've sort of learned to guide gently now, there is the overwhelming elation of thank God I'm in a community. I feel like a yeah. human being again. Yeah. And so if you're going to be an actor, henceforth, like from now on, in a world where there are also AI actors. 
I think you're going to have to revolt against some of this technology so that you can actually see the human experience and then be able to reflect it. Like, I think part of being an actor now actually means being conscious about your technology, your phone, your social yeah, media, yeah, yeah. what it means to actually be human. I don't believe that you can scroll through some shit and, and be in that state of mind, the spinning brain consistently. Then the addition comes in in your email and you put it up. Like, I don't think that's possible to, to, to then touch humanity. Yeah, so I think the question really is, what do you have to do in order to create space, you know, physical space, emotional space, psychological space, is so that you can find quiet and uh, connection to your heart and your emotional life and, and your imagination so that you can do really human, beautiful, personal work that transcends all of those limitations. Yeah, because I think like these algorithms for social media, they play upon habitual behavior, right? right. Like they, they, that's what, the, the, those are the neurons they make oh, fire in Oh, tell me about it. Head, I am right? buying shit on Instagram that I would never buy anywhere else. So, <laughs> And if you think about it, the actual art of acting, like yeah. I, I really, I feel so strongly about, like it feels like such an epic yeah, battle for I me, agree. like yeah, yeah. for the actual soul of humanity. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, that's really, the soul of the artist that we're talking about. I don't think that's an, that's an overstatement. I, so, so they play with habitual behavior. And if you want to be an actor and actually move someone on an emotional level or be enough of a singularity to book a job when hundreds of other actors are, are already, you know, self taking for that job, um, you're going to have to have a, a complete awareness of habitual behavior. Like none of your behavior can be habitual. Like you have to know what's happening and then make a conscious decision to make a choice in your work or whatever. Yeah. Like you have to understand the habitual behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it uh, takes stopping really and looking. That's right. And appreciating and working differently. And, and, and that's what we advocate for, you know, right. all the time. And that's the practice of that. Because then you do transcend it and you're not going to be the only actor standing while everybody else has gone to AI because you're like in some, on some little human mountain that is exclusive. But you're going to, this is a, a moment in time that gives us the opportunity to challenge this. Yeah. I mean, I, I again, I have to believe that there will be a need for, for humanity in all of this yeah. in the same way that if you know there there have been many flops that were uh, movies that cost a hundred million dollars because of the cgi but they leaned far too hard on the cgi and there wasn't a human story there right relationships mm -hmm. didn't happen yeah, there yeah, yeah. and yeah. and uh, and i think that will continue with yeah. technology there has to be an infusion of humanity and but you have to meet that moment yeah um and 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 those those parts that could be replaced will be replaced in many ways because economics are what they are. And, you know, this is threatening art everywhere, yeah, you know, no doubt. painting and drawing yeah. and novel writing yeah. and playwriting, you know. Right. Fine artists have been at this for a while saying like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we've been, <laughs> this is, this has been our world for a long time yeah. that, that uh, computers yeah. have, have been doing this. Yeah. But, but it, there's an expansion. There's space for now for graphic art as well as for, fine art, you know, and there's the combinations of it. And it's, it's actually expanded what's possible in art. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so that's, a, that that's the hope in this. So it's like, what is the question for each of you is what is it that you can do to step further, deeper, more specifically into your human experience as an artist? Again, even if like you could have, we could have been doing a podcast four years ago before all the chat GPT and the blah, 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 AI of it where you asked that same question, it would have been equally as relevant. Yeah. 
but also the context is different now, and it feels like it maybe even is dialed up a little bit more. Well, the first thing, my first impulse is, this is too scary. It's too weird. I don't want to even deal with it. I'll Super be dead weird. by the time all of this is happening. So, like, I'm just going to, like, bury my head in the sand and pretend it's not happening and let other people worry about it, other generations. And then, you know, we have this conversation where it's actually an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so important. I mean, it's just with stuff we come back to all the time for actors. And, yes, we, we always come back to it and have for years. Yeah. And now... To me, it's just heightened, you know, yeah. and more needful maybe. And and um, I think just with all of the sensitivity right now around coming out of the pandemic, as you said, and being in the midst of this strike that has no ending in sight, um, and and the war between art and commerce, which is like, you know, the streamers and and the writers, you know, yeah. and it does feel like a war, and 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 it's necessary because writers and then actors and directors and craftspeople and everybody in every union, you know, have to st st step into and stand up for the right to be paid for, to, to paid and respected and. Um, honored enough to be able to offer the thing that is required, which is their art. Sure. You know, so it's an important moment in time, and this whole AI thing is is right in the in the midst of that. It's in the chaos of that. So it's a, it's it's relevant and also super important right now. Yeah, and I think like to your point, I think a lot of actors will have that reaction again post pandemic. Yeah, yeah. all sorts of, like Ugh, it's just too much. I just can't. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and either they won't have the capacity to uh, to lean all the way in to the degree required to meet this moment, or they'll stop pursuing an acting career. And 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 that will leave other actors who have for their own reasons decided to continue to do this because it's who they are or whatever their reasons. And I believe that, that that group of actors, the value of that group of actors mm -hmm. will go up if they have the capacity to be deeply human in an environment in which AI is the other option. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be one of those actors, I think you're going to have no choice, like in order to compete even, you're going to have no choice but to be a singularity, everything that is unique about you. And in so doing... Uh, universally human, <laughs> which is exciting. It is exciting, necessary, and important for us to all think about right now. Yeah. So, 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 so massive questions come up in and around this. Uh, let's not go to fear. Uh, let's actually step up and be accounted for in both the like amongst those both fighting for guidelines and all this, and fighting for artists being paid for what they deserve and given the resources they deserve um, and also allow it to make you more human, allow it to make you more of a human artist because that's what's necessary. And to here. offer that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. 
It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful. 